Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. All right, guys, little um, Saturday podcast here for you on the bye week. And uh, my, my buddy Kevin Rasmussen, he's one of our great pork producers in the state of Iowa, is in here with me. And we're going to talk some tailgating. We're going to talk some grilling. We're going to talk some smoking. Uh, first of all, Kevin, um, refer, you've been on here before. But tell the audience, where are you from? Tell, brag about your family. Do all that stuff. We're, welcome to the podcast. Any proud dad can brag about his family. So Absolutely. Uh, I hail from Humboldt County, um, in Goldfield. Uh, we raise pigs and corn up there. I have three kids. Uh, my oldest son and his wife and my two granddaughters live just three miles from the house. They just moved back here. About a, Boy, you can't beat that. You can't. You can't beat that. You're living they, the dream, man. Yeah, we, yeah awesome. And um, so uh, Joel and Nikki live, live close there to us, and we get to spend time with those grandkids. My middle son is married to his wife, Kayla, and they live in Kansas City, and, and um, she's a special ed teacher in Kansas City. And... Um, he works for Garmin, and they've got a boy and a girl. So I got four grandkids to wow, we'll get you. chase, or, chase well, you're, around. You're a busy man. You got the farm. You got all the grandkids. You got all kinds of stuff going. There on. is not cyclones. There is not a free weekend, you know. <laughs> and if you can't make it to the game, it's always on the radio, and then it's on TV. I mean, you that's just, true. You just got to find it. Find it is. Ways. It's so much easier being an Iowa State fan now. Oh, do you remember? Because even like I remember the Kreiner days. Well, yeah, and then, but you know, Kevin, I'd even say when I was in college, which I graduated in '07, it was a very real deal where you most a lot of the games weren't on TV. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's for a guy. We we were talking before we hit start here with harvest and whatnot. It it does get difficult for the farmers to make it to the games and like. It's so much easier to follow along now than it would have been 15 years ago. I agree 100%. And, you know, when you're in the combine or you're in the semi and, and it's getting tense. Um, <laughs> oh, man. And then you look up at the monitor and you go, oh, I'm doing a really crappy job at combine in here because you're so focused on the game and you're just pushing the lever ahead <laughs> trying to get that extra yard. I believe <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, it, it, yeah, you are so correct. I like to get back usually – um, I, you know, I haven't even timed out the buys this week. We have a bye week today, obviously. Uh, but I like to get back usually and help my brother-in-law with harvest. And since the same thing, because it's always a bye week, so I'm not listening to Iowa State, but like we'll have the Nebraska game on or the Iowa game on. And I, I really appreciate that aspect of it, um, j- The you know, still the radio aspect. And it's so important in our state, it you is. know, to – because you're reaching so many people, guys like you, when, when you're not able to make the games. Yeah, and it is. And, and what I love about college football is these are young men yeah. that are forming their, um, their careers. If, and God bless them if they make it into the uh, postseason or post-collegiate um, football. But most of these are just um, developing their character and who they're going to be the rest of their lives. Yeah. You know, the ability to set goals and achieve goals and stay on track no doubt, and stay no focused. Doubt. That's what college football, that's what sports is all about. Well, thank God the Cyclones. Having said that, now I'm going to get really shallow. Thank God they pulled that one out a week ago. I didn't want to live in a world where Iowa State lost that game. Um, <laughs> we would have to have different 
conversations right now. No doubt. But, but, but we, hats off to you and I. I mean, they played no a doubt. great yeah. game, and, and yeah. um, you know, it's he's, awesome. He's a really good coach. He's a very good I coach. I have a lot of respect for, for Mark Farley. Okay, so we're going to talk. So hey, I, you didn't let me finish. Oh, okay. I also, what do you have, got? I also have a daughter. Oh, okay. Just, I'm sorry. We, we just we just moved her to um, Cambridge, and she's going to grad school in in Boston. So. Wow. So yeah, Boston. Yeah. Jeez. Well, uh, that's a good place to visit. Though. We just told her you cannot be a Patriots fan. Who, who are you? Are you a Chiefs fan? Um, yeah, we're Chiefs, like, well, Chiefs Vikings fan. Okay. We're Royals and Cubs fans. Okay. I mean, anything Midwest. I get you. Anything yeah. Midwest. I got you. And don't call me a fickle fan because, you know, if one team's not losing, I mean, not winning, I want to go somewhere else because I like winning. My grandma was like that. Um, she's since passed on, but she, um, you know, she, rural um, Southwest Iowa woman, she rooted for the Chiefs. She rooted for the Vikings, Iowa, Iowa State, and even Nebraska. And it drove her crazy that I hated Nebraska the way that I did. She couldn't understand why I would root against a school that is, you know, an hour and 15 minutes from our house, like Lincoln was growing up. And we used to always fight about, not fight, but we'd jab at each other about that. But my grandma was like that. Like, she would root for any, any team that would be perceived to be local. I agree. And, and when I, I don't not... Or I guess I not root for somebody. So I. What about I? Iowa? Sm- I, you know, I I will root <laughs> for Iowa when we're not playing Iowa State. Okay. When we're playing Iowa State, yeah, it's all about Iowa State. That's fair. But you know, there are times when um, if if I have an Iowa friend that jabs me a couple of times and we're watching the game together, I will get a big grin on my face when they don't make first down <laughs> or they miss a punt. That's part uh, of the or, fun, though. Yeah, or miss a kick up for an extra point or something but yeah it's all fun of it i mean that's college football so you're here today uh we're doing a tailgate promotion with iowa pork and i'm actually really excited i knew that we would get a good response from it but in the first week we had over like 40 different tailgates um submit applications and what we're doing so it's starting a week from today at the cyhawk game myself and maybe a pork producer or one of the marketing gals were all that'll get figured out, but we're we're going to be visiting different tailgates that, that win this competition with prizes. I'm going to hang out there. We're going to put you on Facebook Live. We're going to do all kinds of stuff. And at the end of the year, so what we're going to do is we're going to have five five winners, and then we're going to pick the grand prize winner to win a Traeger grill from the Iowa pork producers. So what we're really trying to do is get some of you experts in here to help these people to help these people with <laughs> some quali- recipes and stuff. What qualifies me as an expert? I don't know. I mean, Joyce told me. <laughs> this guy's an expert. But you show me. Okay, so give me, first of all, let me tell you something I did the other day. So now that I've been working with the pork producers for so long, I'm very interested in different types of pork and like how I can make it for the family and stuff. I do the majority of cooking in my house, believe it or not. I did something the other day that I've never really done before and it turned out fantastic. I put pork chops on the skillet. Oh yeah. I don't, I'd always just done the grill or baked it. 
And I, I did this and I kind of created my own like type of seasoning with it. It was fantastic. I, I, I think I might be a skillet guy. Well, you know, you got to think about it. You know, we all say, oh, pork, you got to use a gr- smoker. You got to use a grill. Well, hey, go look at the apartment downtown in Des Moines. Go look at in Chicago at all these people that live in an apartment style or they don't have a grill. They don't no, have access to a grill. They can't put a smoker so we out on there. So we got to figure out different ways to have our product presented to these people that it's quick, it's easy, it's, it tastes great, and it's a great eating experience. And so we're focusing on that in the pork industry. Interesting. Right I didn't know that, and but we just stumbled upon this. I found it much easier to control the temperature. Absolutely. You know, because a grill, now if you have a good one or if you have a good smoker, like a high-end one, it's, it's fairly easy. And even now you can do it from like your cell phone and stuff. I don't have one of those fancy ones. But man, I just like you can see it though when it's on the skillet. You can oh, see yeah. that bot like where it, when it's inching up, and okay, it's time to flip it. So what you're telling me is you can cheat. Yeah. You know, in the grill, the saying is when you're looking, it's not cooking, so you can't look. Yeah. And then, but in a skillet, when you're, you're telling looking, me it's you, not cooking. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So you're telling me you can cheat. You know, and real men cook with charcoal anyway. They don't cook with that. Dude, that, I, that cell phone stuff and all that kind of. I, I agree with you on the charcoal deal. It just takes a while. That's the problem. I, I found, So one thing I've done though, because I like to slow cook the, but I have my gas grill, is sometimes I will leave like. I'll leave the grill open so it's cooking on the bottom and then I can flip it and it, it takes a little bit longer, but I found that I, you know, yep. I, I like that. I like that style a little bit more. So, so we have, we have two grills at my house. Okay. A gas for my wife and she's an awesome, awesome cook. And I have charcoal, my charcoal weather yeah. for me. I need to get one of the, one of those like hundred dollar, like little circular ones. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It, I, those are nice. I bought it at a at a benefit auction deal. And Those are super nice. Yeah, gas lighter, the whole ball of wax. I actually saw, and um, so I, I've only had one smoker in my life, and I, I'm not kidding, Kevin. I got it for free. Some guy died, <laughs> and he had seriously, he had like six old smokers that had not been opened in his garage, and somebody was like, "Hey, you want this?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." And it was horrible though. Like it was a terrible smoking experience because it wouldn't hold temperature right like it, i had the thermometer and it, i mean the thing was constantly going off they've got um how are the oklahoma joe's ones are those decent those are i think my son has one of those you know i'm a, they're on sale there you go they're on sale for 150 dollars at walmart right now yeah, well, I'm all about Facebook Marketplace. I'm looking for one that guy bought it and doesn't use it, and I'm okay. buying it for half price and yeah. whatever. You know, I'm a farmer. Yeah, I'm a no, conservative. I, I get it. That, well, that's why I've been waiting for, for one to go on sale, and I feel like this might be a decent opportunity, but I didn't know about that brand. That's no, Oklahoma Joe's? It's yeah, good. Well, you, go to, you go to Kansas City, I've you got to eat at Joe's. I've had the barbecue, but I didn't know how their smokers actually were. It's my favorite rub. Okay. That's what I use. That's the best type Well, I, I do two. I I think it's called their cow poke and something else. I blend them 50-50. And then I, um, I'm telling you my secrets. I haven't ever told anybody my secrets. This is great. And then, I, but I can't remember This the is other. why you're here. You're an expert, Kevin. And then you put in, um, and then you put in 15% of jalapeno. Um, wow. a, a jalapeno rub. So you mix it. So half and half, but then um, about 15, 20. I got it all. There's there's a lady here at the Ankeny Farmer's Market who makes like her own homemade rub. Oh, yeah. And she has like 50 different varieties. 
couple weeks ago, I bought four or five of them. It's changed my life. <laughs> Seriously, it's changed my life. Like we, there's like an Applewood Chipotle we bought. There's a Kentucky bourbon that oh, we bought. You're I mean, making me hungry. Yeah, it's just like, it's, it's like a whole different deal. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about watching football on Saturday or getting the game on Saturday has changed since, the, you know, you were yeah. in college. You want to know what else has changed? You can get dry rubs, any kind of dry rub yeah. all over. You know, it used to be um, cook, cookies, flavor enhancer was yeah. the first one that, that was, was out it. there. That was it. Creole. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, well, then you also had Lowry's, you know, you always yeah. put Lowry's on everything. Yeah. Now there are hundreds and hundreds of choices out there and they're all really good. They are good. And by the time you buy all the different spices to make your own, it's not worth it. It. Just go to the grocery store and find one that you like and yeah. sounds good and try it. You I know mean, what I've actually done too? There's a lot of good recipes on the internet to oh. make your own. I did that. Um, we were out of taco seasoning, I don't know, a couple months ago, and I had already browned the hamburger. <laughs> and I was like, uh oh. How do I make homemade taco seasoning? And that was the best taco seasoning we've ever had. There you go. So there's there a go. lot of different, uh, you can get creative. Okay, so. You showed me what, what was the recipe you showed me before? Cause so, what, the reason we want to give some people ideas to enhance their tailgates, you're a seasoned tailgater. So one of these things here that's, that's, so if you sign up on, um, what is you sign up on Iowa pork? Yeah. We've got a link that's floating around the internet okay, and, yeah. and I'll so throw and it they, out there, and there with this. And there's a couple of questions here is, you know, tailgate experiences and memories and stuff like that. So I got a couple of things I, as far as cooking pork at yeah. tailgates that I want to talk about. Um, one of them we made, um, pulled pork Sundays. And I think it's on Pinterest. You can look it up. Okay. But it's basically you get your pulled pork, your cheesy potatoes, and your baked beans. And That sounds amazing. And, and doctor your baked beans up a little bit. We like to use, um, can I say brand name? Bush's, yeah. Bush's, oh, baked, yeah. Yeah, Bush's baked beans and um, a can of green beans. So two cans of Bush's baked beans, one can of green beans, a pound of some spicy sausage, and a pound of, of and brown the sausage, and a pound of bacon. My God. And, and then you brown all that up. So then you got, so you got your pulled pork, you got your doctored up baked beans. Oh, and you got to put a little garlic and some onions in there and no whatever doubt. else you want in there. And then, um, what was the third thing? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, cheesy mashed potatoes or cheesy, um, potatoes. So yeah, you just, just like take scalloped your, potatoes. Yeah, and, yeah. 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 You just take your hash browns and you make, yeah, cheesy you shred potatoes. them up. Yep. And so you start out and you put the pulled pork on the bottom, you put the cheesy potatoes next and then That's in a, in a solo cup. And then you put the, the only thing is we found out the cups get really hot. Oh, so you need to have a, I don't know, a towel or something to hang on or if they make solo cup koozies or so something. So you do this like on a cast iron skillet or? Um, actually, we had What's all it? these in a crock pot. Oh, crock so, pot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one that was really good. Another one we um, we like to do, we like to do the pork loins. and um, Well, the pork this, loin is the, it's like the necessity. Like yeah. anybody can make it. It's really hard to screw up and it tastes amazing. Yeah. And so one of these times, a memory that I was... Uh, I was thinking about is I was cooking this pork loin and and then I'd cut it up in chunks like oh my inch and three quarters or inch and a, or two inch chunks because you know you're walking around in a tailgate you want to put it in a cup with a toothpick or something and hmm. you know you don't want to have a sometimes you do it in sandwiches but this this gentleman came back and he says you guys wouldn't happen to have an apple would you 
He said, we cooked a whole hog over here, and we wanted an apple for his mouth. At a tailgate? At a tailgate. They cooked a hog yeah, they at cooked, the lot? Yeah, they cooked the whole hog, and I'd walk by it, and they'd been, cook, they'd been cooking it for a long time. And we do that, but it's out on the farm. We don't we don't take the hog into the tailgate. Well, it, it's a big, big process. My <laughs> yeah. pork loin or my, um, my Sundays, my pulled pork Sundays are a lot easier. But I said, well, I don't have an apple, but here, try this. And he goes, dude, forget the apple. I want that pork loin. So I was, that made me feel pretty good. But um, that's awesome that he, he was, he cooked the whole pig, but he liked my pork loin better (laughs) than, than his whole pig. But man, I, does that, is that common to, to bring a pig to a tailgate like that? No. I was going to say, I'd never seen that in all my years. No, that was about three or four years ago. I saw that. God bless those people and the energy that they had to put into that deal. So I follow, um, online barbecue pit boys okay oh is that the thing on facebook yeah yeah i follow that too yeah and so i get a lot of my ideas from there and i just saw one this morning and i thought this would be great tailgating food and so they took their pork ribs and they cut them up into each individual rib and then they put them on their grill or their smoker um, preferably charcoal and cooked them and they'll cook a lot faster when they're all cut up in pieces yeah. like that. And yeah. then they made their sweet barbecue sauce. And once they were there, once they were about done, they put them in a big uh, stainless steel bowl, dumped all the pork ribs in there, tossed them around and then put them in a wok and, um, and, oh wow! And um, finished them off. So if you had some gas or some something to get them finished off, and then they dumped them out. They looked absolutely delicious, and it's finger food. You know, you carry one rib around at a time. And that's really the key for the tailgate is the walk around. Food. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about all this great stuff to do, but if if you can make it so it's doable. And from from the back of your truck, that's really the key to all this. Exactly. So when you tailgate, what are you, like what's your specialty we um we've done a lot of different things um you know brats and burgers and all that stuff we yeah. used to for many years there we were in camper lot c we were in d4 d3 yep in there and yeah my um license plates say eat pork on them so we had oh nice yeah we had to have pork at every tailgate and we'd feed a lot of people i think the biggest challenge was is when my wife would hand me five pounds of bacon and said grill it because it's very hard to grill bacon because it flames. It wants to flame up so oh, bad. Oh, because of the grease. Because of yeah. the grease. Yeah. But uh, there's nothing better than grilled bacon. I mean, I couldn't keep ahead of the fingers that were dipping in the cooler eating my bacon. But that's what I brought it for is to eat. I have a, a new one. I, I don't know if you've tried this, but this would be really good and easy for a tailgate. So we actually um, had somebody bring this to us um, as a gift. We just had a baby. Um, two weeks ago. So a lot of people have been bringing meals and stuff and I'd never done it this way, but they brought pulled pork, which is pretty common, but they put, um, basically taco seasoning in it and with some shells and we had pulled pork tacos, tacos, which I had never, I had never had that before. Now I'd had like this, I'd had all sorts of variations of pulled pork, but this had like a real, like Mexican taste to it, right? Carnitas. Yeah. That's I, what you had. Is yeah. You had carnitas. But I'd never had it in this capacity before, like where you just throw it in a crock pot and everything. I'm like, wow, that was easy. It's and delicious. That, that would be a really good yeah. and easy tailgate thing too, because you could whip it up the night yeah. before. We like to make, um, in morning games, AM games, we like to make um, breakfast pizza on the grill. Mm. So you get the yeah. you get the, the crust, the pre-made crust, yeah. and then my wife loads it up with everything you can think about the i mean it, 
basically about breaks the tray when she brings it out. And then we need to tailgate with your wife. Oh, she's an awesome cook. (laughs) And then um, what I do, and at that time I use a gas grill and I turn it all the way up to high and just get it as hot as it'll go. And then I basically shut it off and put the pizza in there because all you really want to do, she's browned everything. You just want to kind of crispy the crust a little bit and melt the cheese. And if you get that up to like 500 or however hot a gas grill will go and then shut it completely off and throw the pizza in, you're not going to burn it. And, um, wow. And you, it can kind of walk away from it for a while and you come back and it's just the bottom's nice and crunchy. The cheese is all melted and it's nice and toasty warm. Let me ask you this. I was at the fair, um, and I, I always stop by the big the pork area and whatnot. Is is there something to, like, the older a grill is, the better it tastes? I don't think so. I, I think feel you- like that the residue, like, gives it a – because there used to be an old rate dirt track I'd go to, and the cheeseburgers there, the hamburgers were always better than everywhere else. And I started to think about it, and I always like your guys' chops – um, and it, you know, and there's all the residue on it. Cause how many pork chops have been cooked on those things oh. over the years? You know what I mean? I j- uh, there's nothing to that. Uh, You're ruining you know, my theory here. Yeah, well, I do think you need to season a grill before you use it. So don't take one right out of the bag and yeah. then go throw and throw a, a $40 chunk of meat on it. Or you're going to hate yourself cause yeah. it's going to taste like oil or whatever. But then you're telling me I shouldn't every spring take my grill top and parts out to my hot seat washer and wash it all off and get it perfectly clean before I start my season. I don't know. That's I, what I'm I, asking I, you. I think it's, I mean, I like the, um, I like the residue. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm not, some people might say it's not healthy for you, but oh, really? I don't know. Okay. Well, that's well, why well, I there have might you. be bacteria growing. I don't know. That's true. I don't yeah. know. It tastes pretty good though. And we've never gotten sick from it, so we must be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never, I've never been sick from it either. So one of the things that I, that I did, and I'm, I don't know that it worked for tailgating food, but uh, on barbecue bit boys, they'd taken a St. Louis style rib, rolled it up, and they tie a string around it, shoe string. He said, "Use whatever you want to." So it's rolled up, and I rolled two um, slabs of ribs up, and they fit in about a 10 inch um, cast iron skillet. Put them on the smoker. And dumped a can of beer in the cast iron skillet and cooked them for about four and a half out of five hours until they were just almost done. And then I did my baked bushes, baked beans recipe. Yeah. And you dump the beer out and um, you fill the middle full of baked beans. And, and that then sounds you amazing. Fang. Well, I showed you a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It was delicious. How easy would that be for a tailgate? It, it'd take a lot of prep time, but it'd be easier than cooking a whole hog. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's not much more difficult than bringing a whole hog to, to a tailgate. Well, and it takes you 12 to 16 hours to get that thing completely done. So I know you're going to the Iowa game next week. Do you have, like, tailgate plans? Like, do you, are you, do you go all out for this one? Um, you know, three o'clock kick is really an ideal time. It is a perfect time. It's a perfect time. And we start planning tailgate on Wednesday. Oh, wow. So we haven't even talked about it yet. Okay. So my whole family. So there's a little bit, you have like a whole like checklist and yeah, yeah. you got to realize I haven't tailgated in 15 years because I'm working. So I don't know how this works for you guys. Tell me a tailgate memory, Chris. Oh man. Well, you know, my biggest (laughs) My funniest one is it was my first home game when I was a student at Iowa State, and I brought my grandma, and my grandma tailgated with me in the student lot at Iowa State, and watching my grandma watch the um, 
the foolish, you know, yeah, the, <laughs> the insanity that was the student lot, and she loved it. You know, she fit oh, yeah. right in. She she had a blast. And she was a Nebraska fan too. You gotta remember. She actually, she was a bigger Iowa State fan than anything because back when she was, you know, before she had gotten sick and stuff, her, and my grandfather, and a couple of their friends, of all the ones that they could go to, they they enjoyed going up to Ames and Iowa State games the most because one, the drive wasn't too bad compared to Iowa City, and and, and Lincoln was so hard to get tickets and it was so expensive because they were always like a top five team, so they really enjoyed the laid backness. I think of Iowa State. She hadn't been there in years, and um, you know it was a little bit different than the Walden years when I when I took her there. So th- that's that's a good one for me. Um, I really enjoy my favorite thing to do, and this this isn't really a tailgating memory, but it kind of is. I think it is. Is the night before games taking my father-in-law's camper out to vet med, and if it's like an eleven o'clock game, I really like to just stay out there. Um, by myself even so then I can just walk over to my radio show and I will just walk around the lots and you just meet people that's my number that's my favorite thing to do at yeah it's I've met great friends yes by doing just that so for probably 10 years you know I'm guessing here because I didn't do the math but we have stayed in the camper lots in in D and we would always come the night before and stay the night after Unless for many years, um, we'd pull in at on yeah Friday night about just right before the lot closes. So I think you got to get there by midnight, and we get there at midnight or so, and then you never go to bed, and then you wake up early because you can't sleep because you're all pumped for the game. Yeah, you're fired up. And then it's nice because you can have a cocktail after the game, and you just sit down, and you're mellow. You just, you watch another football game on the TV. Yeah, a bunch of your neighbors come around, you all have a good time. And we usually get up in the morning, go to church and, and drive home. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, we just started doing this about a year ago with the vet med thing. And I, I like it up there. Um, we don't have like fancy parking passes or anything like that, but I like, there's like a really blue collar sense out there because anybody oh, yeah. can tailgate out there. You just pay like, I don't know, it's like $20 or $40 or 40 whatever. bucks, I think. Yeah. Whatever it is. And it's just really, um, it's a fun group of people. And I, th- I don't think you have to have reservations. It's no. It's first come, first serve. Yeah. You know? Anybody can, can go. You, can you come there. the night before? Yeah. yeah It'll we probably do. be packed, though. We Iowa do. It's, it's generally not too bad. Um, we we like that. It's it's a, I don't know. It For me, I love my job and I love everything. But, I like, I do feel, I always feel like I'm missing out. Not as much as I used to. Back in the day, I used to really feel like, well, my whole family's out there tailgating, and and here I am working, and whatever. I don't, I don't really feel that much anymore. But it gives me a little bit of a. I love rubbing elbows with the fans and having a beer with fans. And they're great. Yeah, Iowa, there's I, nothing better than Iowa State fans. No, you're right, and I, I oftentimes feel like it's easy, like in my profession, to you kind of lose touch of that. You, you can you view it more as um, you know, work. And when I go out there on those Friday nights and I'm rubbing elbows with those folks and having a beer with them and we're talking about the game and it's just like, this is what it's all about. You know, wins and losses are great. You want to win. I'm glad Iowa State's doing well. Campbell's a great coach. But like when you just see like the kids playing football and the and talking recipes with the guy like you, I don't know. To me, like that's my absolute favorite thing about it. 
get on out to Vet Med. If you yeah. want to have a beer with me, that's usually where I'm at on Friday I'll nights fi- before a game. I'll find you. Yeah, well, just text me and let me know, and I'll come by and just hang out with you guys. You haven't given me your cell phone yet. Well, I will when we get them. <laughs> I'm not going to give it for, for everybody. But yeah. what's, your t- what's your favorite tailgate food? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a bratwurst guy, to be honest with you. I like you, skinless have, bratwurst. Yeah, have you favorite. ever had the jalapeno cheese skinless brats? They I actually are, literally just did on Monday night. My neighbor smoked a bunch of them. They are the best. Yeah. Or second best. I, I don't think that you can beat a skinless brat or like the bacon and cheese ones. So what's really cool is you kind of get this little crisp on the edge yeah. of them. They're and, amazing. And you don't get that bath when you bite into it. That's them. the key. And I don't mind the skin. I, I really no, don't. It's, it's, you know, you can't get your wife or your girlfriend to eat a brat because she doesn't want to have the experience of getting sprayed <laughs> by them. <laughs> I, I think that that, and the one thing um, I think about a brat too, I either want to do it one of two ways. I just want to cut it up and eat it with just the meat. Or I got to have a really nice bun. I feel like the key to a great bratwurst is having a quality bun. Because if you go and... and condiments. Yes, absolutely. But if you go and get the, you know, like the 99 cent bags of buns and you put it in a brat and they start to fall apart... To me, that really ruins the bratwurst experience. I need the... I need like my full wheat bun to go with my bratwurst so I can sprinkle my onions on top and a little, I'm a mustard guy. Oh, I'm a mustard guy. I like mustard. Um, that, and, and cheese on top. I, I'm a sucker for cheese as well. So I would say bratwurst, but again, like of all the pork stuff that I, cause I've been experimenting a lot. I just think like a pork loin is really hard to screw up. Like those are the best. As long as you don't overcook it. Yeah. Like you, 135 or 140 and then you put it in foil and let it finish. Gene Gnome taught me that. There you go. <laughs> you know, you don't get carried away. Yeah. You know, we eat our steaks medium rare. I like mine medium rare and you know, why not eat your pork that way? That's really, um, that a lot, I don't, I still think, I know that you guys have been pushing that. Yeah. For people, yeah. but I still don't think a lot of people know. So 140 basically can get it off the grill, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, my father-in-law, he wants his steak well done. Well, well uh-huh. done. He still likes his pork chops, you know, white. He wants them wow. white. To me, that's not a good eating experience. No, so I'm I just, mar- you want it to look marbly. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. But I'll if you know, I'm not going to make him mad. I'm not going to force him to eat something he doesn't want to eat. I'll leave his on the grill until we're all about done eating, and then I'll go get his off. But, yeah, you know. Well, I'm looking forward to this, and and you guys can still sign up. It's not too late. We're going to be doing this throughout the end of the year. And, we'll, and I'll share that link on social media. A Traeger media grill for a grand that's, price? I mean, isn't that incredible. huge? That's a huge I don't even have one of those. Neither do I. Neither do did, I. You well, can do did, everything with those. Is there a rule in here you can't sign up, Chris? Well, I don't have a tailgate, so. Well, you just were telling me you're at the. Oh, I guess I could do. I, I, I probably shouldn't, considering I'm, like, on the selection committee on who wins these things. But, um, yeah, that that'd be a, that's a hell of a grand prize. Plus. We're going to come to your tailgates with, like, I think Fairway's contributing some, like, meat gift cards. And I know the pork producers have goodie bags. And then we're going to put you on Cyclone Fanatic. And we're going to do, like, Facebooks, Facebook Lives from your tailgates at these game days. So you get to be – you're going to be famous. Isn't What's tech- not to like? Isn't technology awesome? Oh, yeah. That you I could can, do that? I could just from- do a live broadcast from the middle of your tailgate. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It's really come a long way. We were talking about how far, like, the TV and all that stuff has changed. Like, this – what I do – it's funny. I was just talking to Stansberry, who works for us the other day, and 
I was like, okay, well, we're going to get this software. He's like, oh, it's just another program to learn. And like, we have to do a different one every three weeks, it seems like, because the technology is constantly changing. But yeah. yeah, well, we'll get after it. And you, um, thanks. You're up in Humboldt County. Are you going to come to RVTV this Absolutely. week? Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll I'll have a beer with you. Then. I, I will be cooking um, pork burgers at the Farm Bureau tent. Wow. This is great. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, we're giving away pork burgers at the Farm Bureau tent until they're gone. That's fantastic. So don't be late or you won't get one. You want to meet me at the Naughty Pine? Yeah, I love I, the Naughty Pine. I love the Naughty shout, Pine. A shout out to, or a shout out to uh, Pete Stottleman and Jeannie from the Naughty Pine. Awesome people. Who's the guy? Um, so there was like three, four years ago we were in Humboldt. It was the first time we were ever in Humboldt. Humboldt's one of my all-time favorite Iowa towns, by the it's way. It's everybody's all-time I favorite it. town. I love it. It's great. Uh, people there are amazing. Well, we... So we were at the, there's a really nice restaurant down on Main Street and sure. they were like closing or something. And you got to realize more on RVTV, like the, our night doesn't start until about midnight when everybody's done with work. Correct. And some guy, and he really good dude, cyclone fan, he's probably listening to this. He said, oh, I'll take you out to my dad's place just outside of town. His dad owned a restaurant, like a barbecue restaurant. And we went out there, and they made us ribs, and, and we had such a good time out there. Do you know what I would be talking about? Is it's that be Dale Vinson? I, I, I think it is Dale. Or was it – I, I, or, or was it um, – it could have been Nick um, Johnson. I don't remember his name, but they were super nice, and they treated us to, like, all these ribs, and we – the place was supposedly haunted, so I went on like a ghost hunt. We, <laughs> we had we had a There's really a, fun time. There are a lot of, of uh, those old houses in in. Humboldt well, it wasn't that, a house; it was yeah. like an actual restaurant that we were at. Yeah, a restaurant. They were great. We had a blast. I, I love the city of Humboldt. Kevin Dresser's hometown. Coach Dresser's yeah. going to be there. Actually, I talked to him on. Awesome. I bumped into him. He's going to be up there and. At RVTV. Yeah, it's uh, the home of the Harclaw, Ryan Harclaw family. Yep. And, yep. and um, yeah, and we got Dallas Clark there. Yep. So. Yeah, Dallas was on my radio show last time we were up in Humboldt. So Yeah, why wouldn't he? He's a great PR guy, and they both love pork. Yeah, they're both good dudes. Well, Kevin, I appreciate your time, man. Anything yeah. else you want to add here to, to, the, to the listeners before we sign off? Sign up because if you don't play, you can't win. Yeah. And you, and everybody I've I've learned over the years loves telling about how great their tailgate is. Oh, we all think we're the best cooks yeah. in the world. So now you get to prove it. Yeah. Now you get to prove it. Thank you, Kevin. Yep. Thank Appreciate you, Chris. It. Yep. Uh, that's your Saturday podcast here, everybody. Enjoy the bye week. I hope you took something from this, and we'll uh, we'll we'll chat with you guys here. Probably take uh, tomorrow off, and we'll have podcasts coming up on Monday with the football and random things. So long. <laughs>